0: Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 98 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction end is fear of criticism messing with your manifesting. And this is really a core issue, probably, I would say for pretty much everybody, because nobody likes being criticized. Criticized. No no matter how much we intellectually understand, it's just someone's opinion, maybe they're just jealous, it's their own filter, it has nothing to do with you, it's all subjective, blah, 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 it might sting a little when someone criticizes you, whether they're criticizing a piece of content you've produced on your blog, your life choices your outfit, your boyfriend, whatever, right? Again, for most of us, it's going to sting, even if we have that intellectual understanding, because we are all human. And being human means that sometimes we will fall prey to these sorts of things. And from an energetic perspective, fear of criticism can really get in the way of someone that's trying to more deliberately create their experience because... This fear of criticism can keep you from taking beneficial actions. It could keep you from following the paths that feel right to you in your heart. Right? It, so it can shut down all this energy. It could shut down all of these things that are going to benefit you. So it's really important that we work on reducing this fear of criticism, reducing how much we let it impact our lives. Now, Will you ever get to a space where you'll totally lose your fear of criticism? I guess it's possible, but I wouldn't make that the goal. Will you ever get to a space where you'll be so aligned and so clear on everything that people that don't even agree with you or, or would like not like your work or not like your choices or not like whatever, not even come into your orbit ever, never, ever again? Again, quite possibly, but again, I wouldn't necessarily make that the goal. So really the goal here is to get more comfortable with criticism, to be willing to go within and see why the criticism bothered you, you know, being comfortable with the fact that you'll probably attract some of it, no matter how great your energy is or how clear you are on your choices or your life decisions or whatever, right? And this, uh, I was inspired to talk about this topic today because this morning I had a, a comment on my blog that was a criticism. It wasn't a mean criticism. It was definitely done within the spirit of helping. But again, it was it was just someone's opinion on something. This woman had said how she loved my content, but she could no longer continue to visit my blog because I curse too much. And so many more people would be blessed with my wisdom if I didn't use that sort of language and and it was a shame. Something along that line, right? Now, she didn't like the fact that I cursed. Am I wrong for cursing? No. Is she wrong for not liking that sort of language? No, right? It's a totally subjective thing based on our own filters, our own personal preferences. I... Have gotten a lot of feedback on my salty language over the years and she's actually only the second person that's ever given me negative feedback about it. Now, I'm not tracking the feedback, but because it's so rare, I do remember besides her, there was only one other person. And everybody else that has commented on that aspect of my work specifically actually was like, oh, I kind of like it. It's refreshing. It's honest. You know, I think it's funny. It adds humor. It, It really emphasizes certain points, right? So... She didn't like an aspect of my work. And in her opinion, my work would be better if I didn't use language like that. But that's not true. Because again, it's just a subjective thing. It's not, it's not wrong or right to use that language. It's not right or wrong to like it or not like it. Again, it's just personal preference. And for me, I use that language because to me, they're just words. I don't censor myself. I don't Purposely use that language because I want to be edgy or you know, I want to stand out or, or you know, cultivate some sort of image, that I'm some kind of badass or something. Again, to me, they're just words, and I just don't censor myself, I do my best to be authentic. So, if I'm writing or speaking, and that's one of the words that is going to come out of my mouth or I'm going to type next. I'm going to use it. I don't think it's excessive. I think the energy behind the words is high energy. It's not anger or, you know, you know a lower energy that can maybe give those words, uh, you know, a kind of a bad taste in people's mouth, at least for me personally. So I talk that way. And if I purposely told myself that, I can't use that language because some people might not like it. I'm not being authentic. And if I'm not being authentic, I am pinching off energy. If I'm not being authentic, I'm not attracting to people. I'm not attracting the best matches to my work. Because this is the thing to remember, too, with criticism, especially when it comes to like a business nature, right? No matter how much you try to craft your products or services or your content to have the, the broadest appeal possible, no matter how careful you are and how carefully you try to orchestrate a goal like that, there are always going to be people that aren't going to like your work that aren't going to like you, maybe personally as a person, that aren't going to resonate or connect with it. Even if they don't outright dislike it, they just write they don't feel a connection. That happens all the time, right? You just read something or and you're just like, yeah, it doesn't really connect with me. You don't think it's bad, but you don't feel a connection with it. So being authentic and being ourselves, it makes the most sense anyway, especially from a business standpoint. Because no matter what, you can't be everything to everybody. No one is not everybody is going to like your work or your choices or this or that, no matter how hard you try to like create that mass appeal. So you might as well just be yourself anyway. And that authenticity is really good from a manifesting perspective and being yourself and not being, you know, dampening anything or, or shrinking or playing small or changing yourself to make people more uh, comfortable or so you don't get criticized or so everybody likes you. It's like, it's, it pinches off energy because it's really hard to manifest the life you want if you're not really being yourself to your best ability, to your full capacity. So again, fear of criticism, that could be from an energetic manifesting perspective. it could really you know create like uh, you know blocks in your energy. like going back to the example of my work for example, I, the feedback I receive from my work is overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, every once in a while I'll get something like the cursing or whatever, but it, it's actually quite rare. Now, part of that could be because maybe I just don't reach so wide an audience that I'm just not connecting with as many people that would possibly not like my work. Maybe that's part of it, but I think a larger part of it is that I have a lot of clarity around how I, how I run my business. I have a lot of clarity around my perspectives and sharing it, and I'm just sharing my insights. And with that clarity, it allows me to be authentic. And in that authenticity, I attract people to me that really resonate with my work. Now, I'm sure that not every person that comes across my website feels that same resonance, and that's fine. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with my work or I'm doing something wrong. That's just the nature of life. Whether you're talking about Food, music, books, movies, fashion, art—anything that's cre- anything that could possibly be created in this world—you're going to have people that like it and don't like it, and it's very much based on personal preference and nothing more. Very most criticism you're going to receive in life is going to be of that subjective nature. It's not going to be objective. And what's objective criticism? Something based purely on fact, right? There's no bias. There's no personal opinion involved. Like an example of that would be you work for a company and as an employee of that company, there are certain rules, guidelines, policies, and protocols you're expected to follow. And if you don't follow them, then there's a problem, right? So if you say you're going to come to work at a certain time every day and you're 20 minutes late, and you get criticized for that, that's an objective criticism. It's not a matter of opinion or personal preference. There is a rule you agreed to follow and you're breaking that rule, right? But in most aspects of life, again, that criticism, it's not objective. It doesn't mean anything. It's not based on any real fact. It's personal preference. It's opinion and nothing more. And some of that criticism, it might be constructive. You might find use in it and you'll know that kind of criticism when you see it. Again, even if it's based on personal preference, that you might find something in it that's useful to you that you think can help you, and you can apply the criticism in a, in a beneficial way. But a lot of the criticism, it might just be mean or rude or unnecessary, and it's just somebody's like, well, I don't like it, and here's all the reasons I don't like it, and I need to, you need to know that. It's very important that I, I let you know this, right? And it, again, it doesn't mean anything. So again, energetically, fear of criticism can present a big problem because again, like I said before, right? Um, you really want to start a blog, but you worry people aren't going to like your content. And once you put it out in the world, all the the internet trolls are going to come a flocking and, and telling you, you suck and you're ugly and you should just kill yourself because you can't write. Or you want to start your own business, but your, you know, family, just for whatever reason, would think that's a bad idea, not in this economy, or no, that's too risky. And you get a job with a company and you get your steady salary so you don't start your business. Again, why? Because you're afraid of people criticizing you. And again, it's natural to have the fear of criticism. It's natural not to like it. Now, as you gain more clarity on your path and who you want to be, what you want to do, be, and have in your life and your belief system and your, your perspectives and that inner knowing, outside criticism... Again, it still might sting. You might not love it. You're not going to welcome it with open arms, but it's not going to have as much of an effect on you. And that's really the goal here. Again, it's just changing your response to the criticism. It's not so much about trying to create a life where you insulate yourself from criticism. It's not about trying to create, you know, this, super enlightened attitude where you literally have no emotional response to criticism and you literally don't care again maybe that's possible but I wouldn't set such a lofty goal because there's a good chance that you will um, not really that won't be your experience and you're just going to get frustrated and again like you're going to keep holding yourself back because you're still having the negative response to criticism so again right You'll probably face criticism in life because most criticism is based on subjective, it's personal experience, it's personal preference. Everyone has their own filter of their belief systems, what they believe is right and wrong, good and bad, appropriate, inappropriate, all of this. And if you're... Content, your choices, your whatever doesn't line up with that, then when you encounter someone like that, they're probably going to be critical in some way. But again, it doesn't mean anything. It's just an opinion, it's a preference, it's nothing more. Like that woman today that, you know, she seemed to be of the opinion that using that sort of language was wrong and, and I was limiting my audience Whoa. in some way. But I would argue the exact opposite. Yeah. Are there some people that would come there and and Whoa. if people use that sort of language, they would be like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. I am sure those two people that have, have given me that criticism, that have taken the time to give it to me, I'm sure they're not the only two people that have felt that way. But they've so far been the only two people to feel like they had to tell me, right? Which is fine. They have an opinion. It's fine. But again, it's just an opinion. It doesn't mean anything. And so I would say that, again, I would argue the exact opposite that me, not that me not cursing would limit my audience, but I would probably have a more limited audience if I wasn't authentic, and if I all of a sudden took that woman's advice to heart and I I decided she was right that it was wrong to speak that way and I decided well I'm not going to use that language anymore I would be that would be censoring myself I wouldn't be being authentic and again like I said before I'm I don't use those those that language purposely to be like, "Well, I want to craft this image of some badass life coach and I don't give a fuck kind of attitude" and, and you know trying to craft a specific brand or image. It's just that I don't censor myself. When I feel passionate about things, when I have a higher energy kind of vibe going, whether it's a positive or a negative, I tend to use that language more. So, for me, it's just naturally I kind of speak that way sometimes. I don't need to speak that way. If, uh, you know, I did a podcast interview, I err on the side of caution and I don't use that language because there's a safe assumption that people wouldn't want that language. So I can easily hold a conversation without speaking like that. But again, it's about authenticity and not censoring myself. So if I feel the need to use that language, I'm not going to not use it because I think it's wrong or it's bad or I worry I'm going to offend people. You can't, give offense you can only take it right so think about that today guys like you know where's how is the fear of criticism kind of playing into your current struggles right now how do you think it's holding you back energetically how do you think it's affecting you know the specific things you might want to manifest in your life what you know if you weren't like say hypothetically you totally lost your fear of criticism and it would bounce right off of you what would you start doing differently in your life now? Would you make different decisions? How would you change your behavior? What actions would you take that maybe you're not taking now because you're afraid of, of being criticized? That, those sorts of questions when we remove the elements of, you know, the things that are holding us back. And again, your mind is going to be like, well, no, this, you know, just ignore that. Again, it's a kind of a hypothetical in a way. If that was totally taken out of the equation, the fear of criticism... How would you act differently? How, uh, what benefit do you think that would be to your energy? What actions would you take that you're not taking now? Because those sorts of questions bring us to a place of truth. And if we're, you know, we can really see what's going on, we can really see what's holding us back. And now you might not just all of a sudden go make these choices and make these changes and take these actions. You might have some stuff to work through, but you'll have a clearer sense of how these lower energy things, the different fears we have, how they're interfering. And when you can remove them from the equation in that way, you get a really clear sense of the things you really want to do, the type of person you really want to be. And that clarity is a great starting point for making whatever changes you need to make in your life to accomplish those goals and and make those shifts in your energy so criticism you're not going to be able to avoid it there's always going to be someone that's not going to like what you do you might as well be yourself you might as well be authentic and do your thing because no matter what you're going to have people that aren't going to like what you're doing or saying or being or writing or whatever you're doing whatever it is again most criticism it's subjective it's personal preference it really means nothing it literally means nothing So it's like, why, why am I, why are we creating all this agita and all this craziness and and all these blocks and all this anxiety over something that actually doesn't mean anything and has no meaning? When we look at it that way, it's like, oh, that's kind of crazy that I'm doing that. And again, the goal isn't necessarily to align with such an energy that you never attract critics. You'll certainly attract less criticism generally, because with that clarity and that authenticity and that energy, you're more likely to manifest the people that are a match to your products, your services, your perspectives, your content, your whatever it is you're creating and producing. But, you know, you might not avoid them all, especially if you become more well-known in a certain field, you're more likely to come across people that won't resonate with your work, that won't like it, that think it's whatever they think it is, and they'll feel the need to share that with you. It's very important that they tell you that. And a lot of times it might not be so nice, but again, it doesn't mean anything. So, you know, don't worry about making it the goal, totally getting rid of your fear of criticism or trying to manifest a reality where you'll never, you know, encounter people that don't like you or your work or what you're doing. Again, I guess it's possible, but it's probably not going to happen. The goal for you is to be comfortable with the discomfort you feel when you're criticized. Acknowledge it. You're human. It's okay. But again, remember it doesn't really mean anything. And if you can remember that, even if it stings a little, it's not going to bother you so much. As you get greater clarity about who you want to be and the type of life you want and your belief system and your perspectives and then all of these things, the outside criticism, it's not going to weigh as heavily on you. You're, you'll be able to brush it off more quickly. So again, think about that today. How is fear of criticism factoring into like your manifesting journey, your journey of transformation? It's probably a pretty big thing. It's, it is for most of us because we want to be liked. We want validation. We want everyone to think we're great. And when they don't, it, it hurts, right? So think about that today. What role is is the fear of criticism playing in maybe your, your issues? Hope you guys enjoyed that. Have a great day or night and happy manifesting.